So speak your strength, listeners. This is Paul here back with another episode. And I want to start by saying you are not mental. If you are suffering from a mental health condition, if you are struggling right now to deal with how you're feeling, to deal with what's going on in your mind, then I want to just let you know that you're not mental. And this really is a huge misconception that still surrounds mental health as a whole, is that if we are suffering, that we are then going to be labeled as mental and it's really not a nice term for anyone to hear let alone be told that you are mental and really until this language changes until we stop calling people this until we stop feeling like we are mental if we're struggling to deal with how we feel then mental health as a whole isn't going to change those statistics aren't going to change and this is what this solo episode is all about it's going to be short once again It's only going to be me, Um, but I really want to kind of get that across to you. And if you haven't already, then please, I would love to just start it by saying, leave a rating and a review. If you're enjoying the interviews, if you're enjoying the people coming onto the show and speaking their strength, I would love for you to leave a rating and a review. It's going to help more people hear their story. It's going to hear, uh, allow more people to listen to their struggles and really hopefully inspire them to talk up about their story as well. Talk up about their struggles because overall mental health we need to talk more we need to speak more openly about it and hopefully by me sharing those stories those brave people coming on and talking about their battles with suicidal thoughts attempted suicides depression anxiety people coming on talking about their um, battles with their gender um, battles with masculinity also eating disorders I've got a lot planned I want to get as many people on as I possibly can to share a variety of different stories to really show that speaking is strength so again I'd love if you can leave a rating and a review now This is just me recording in London College of Fashion. I am lecturing this week and also next week as well. But I wanted to get this solo episode out because this is a piece of content that I created a while ago. And I put it out on Facebook and the response was good. And it's just me reminding you that if you are struggling in any way, if you have been to the doctors or if you have been to um, someone to get help and they have labeled you with a diagnosis of someone who is let's say suffering with depression, anxiety, bipolar, psychosis, schizophrenia, whatever someone has said that you have or you are struggling with, please do not define yourself as mental. It doesn't define you. And with a diagnosis, people see it in a very different way. Again, this is only my personal experience, guys. I'm no expert. I'm not claiming to be. This is only my personal experience. But when I lost my dad to suicide, I remember going to the doctor's sort of a few weeks after and he put me straight onto a counselor to deal with the grief. The counselor then obviously said that I was suffering with depression and I didn't want to believe it and I didn't want to be labeled as someone who was depressed. I went away from that session, I didn't go back and I distracted myself from the way that I was feeling. I worked more, I've spoken about this before, I bought more materialistic items, I went clubbing, I drank more, I did what most 19, 20 year old boys or men would do. And um, I was running away from a diagnosis. 
And I remember going to the doctors because I always felt tired. I was working, I was at home, I was sleeping for a good period of time, like 10, 11 hours some nights. And throughout the whole day, I was just extremely fatigued. I was extremely tired. And I thought to myself, this must be physical. There must be something going on physically that's causing me to always feel tired and always feel fatigued. So I went in looking for some advice to kind of get a... Um, a diagnosis in terms of maybe him giving me a blood test and saying, this is low or this is low or you need to do this. You need to take this tablet to help with it. And he turned around to me and said, I think you're depressed. I think you're suffering with, with depression. And it really offended me. He tried putting me on antidepressants and even that really offended me as well. Now, the reason why I took that stance is because when my dad died from suicide, my biggest fear, and it still is my biggest fear today, is that I would end up like him. Now, I was always told that I was very much like my dad. I looked like my dad. I had the same interests as my dad. I had the same sensitivity as my dad. You are so alike your dad is what I used to be told a lot. So when my dad took his own life, my crippling fear was I am so like my dad, I'm going to do exactly the same thing. So that was an emotion that I battled with over a long time and it took me a long time to realize that. But what I was essentially doing is every time the doctor or a counselor or someone would say you're suffering with depression I would say no I'm not because I didn't want to follow that same route as my dad I didn't want to be labeled as depressed I didn't want to I didn't want someone to clean out say you are ending up like your dad and that was scary for me so looking at it from a personal perspective me running away from that diagnosis and doing everything that I could to not be labeled as depressed helped me because I left that doctor's appointment, didn't want to go on antidepressants, they didn't help my dad, they're not going to help me. I didn't want to be labeled as depressed because that meant I was then going down the same path as my dad. And then I just went on this huge self journey of just doing as much as I possibly could to make myself feel better. It started with obviously drinking more. It started with doing things that most men would do to bury those emotions. And then it came a time of working on a certain business that I then started to enjoy a little bit more. And then it was reading some books. Again, some books were relative to me. Um, I could relate to them. Some books didn't. Then I found myself sitting in a room with a lady called Anne in her late 60s because my girlfriend at the time, Amy, who is now my wife, told me that this lady is weird and she knows more about you than you possibly know. I find myself sitting in this room with her with music playing in the background. I've just chosen free oils that she's going to give me an holistic massage with and three sessions in, I find myself breaking down in tears, crying and just saying to her, I don't know how to deal with the fact that my dad has killed himself. And she put me on this new path of just discovering more and more about myself. And to that day, I then went on this journey of reading books, self-awareness, finding out more about what works for me. Exercise works for me. It helps boost my mood. Nutrition works for me. It helps boost my mood. Um, spending time with good people. Also as well, my environment really does affect how I feel. My work and the meaning that I have in my work really affects how I feel. Um, also helping others. The work that I do with this podcast, the mental health content that I create, it's all about helping others. And again, I know now through self-awareness and kind of going on that path that that's what works for me. Now, me running away from that diagnosis of someone saying I'm suffering with depression and me saying I'm suffering with depression helped me because it was just the way that I dealt with it. But I've spoken to so many people that that diagnosis helps them as well. 
Because all of a sudden, you're now given clarity about how you feel. You're now given clarity that there is something deeper than just you not being able to snap out of the way that you feel, as some people say with mental health. Or it gives you a reason, it gives you more clarity, it gives you a definition almost that says, I have this, and this is why I'm feeling this way. And Melanie is a great example of that. So Melanie was one of the interviews I did, a really powerful story about her um, going from someone who just worked to having some work stress to, to then attempting to take her own life, to then surviving that attempt, finding herself in a psychiatric unit and being told that she has psychosis and being just given cocktails of medicine to try and get her to feel a certain way. Now, for Melanie, as she said, being told that this is what's wrong with you really helped her and it pushed her forward and it helped her with her recovery. So, and I've heard many other stories of people saying that as well. Once they had that diagnosis, once they had someone say, this is what you've got, this is why you're feeling that way, it's okay for you to feel that way, then it puts that on that path of recovery. But the key thing is, whether you take the route that I took, whether you take the route that Melanie took or other people take, then it doesn't make a difference. The main thing is, is that you are on that path to recovery. And the most important thing is that you don't let that diagnosis define you. You don't let that label define you because it isn't who you are. It's just what you're dealing with. And yes, I was dealing with depression. Yes, I was dealing with anxiety. But I didn't want to label myself as a depressed person. I didn't want to label myself as an anxious person because as soon as I started applying those labels to who I was, I found myself falling deeper and deeper into that hole. So for me, if you have been diagnosed, if you have been told that you have something... Um, you know, that's affecting your mental health, then I just want you to push forward with the path of recovery. Either use that as clarity or do all you can to get better. And most importantly, do not label yourself as mental. Do not feel as well if you haven't had that diagnosis, if you don't know what's the matter, if you don't know why you're feeling this way, that you're mental. It's just completely, it still baffles me that we just cannot talk openly about how we feel or we feel like something's extremely wrong if we're suffering mentally. And I really want to get this across in this episode is that please, 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 I will say a million times, don't define yourself as mental. You are not alone going through what you're going through right now the struggles that you're going through, the way that you feel. So many other people experience it. So many other people can relate to you. So please do not class yourself as mental. And that word as a whole needs to change. That probably will change within time. The way that we perceive the word probably needs to change rather than the word itself. But my dad, I'm kind of going off tangent here. It still relates to the episode. My dad, when he ended up in a mental health unit, we didn't know what to feel. And... Again, I believe in my dad's situation. If I was in my dad's situation, if I found myself in a mental health unit, considering my dad's background, family guy, good work, lots of friends, athlete, then all of a sudden finds himself in a mental health unit, I think he probably wrote himself off once he ended up in there. And just the whole perception that we have around the word mental, the whole perception that we have around the word mental health, needs to change massively. And most importantly, we shouldn't let that diagnosis define us. We shouldn't class ourselves. We shouldn't class others who are suffering as mental because it's just adding, what's the word? Adding flames to the fire, adding 
white spirit to the fire, whatever it is, you understand what I'm saying. I'd love to hear from you. If this episode resonated with you in any way, please do hit me up on Instagram. Instagram is pmcgregor.com. You can send me a direct message or comment on one of my posts. Facebook, the same thing, facebook.com forward slash pmcgregor.com. Or you can email me at paul at pmcgregor.com. And again, I'd love to hear from you. Better yet, if you leave a rating and a review, that's going to help with the ratings overall of this podcast. It's going to get more and more people to see it. If you can share it on, tell as many friends as you possibly can to get the word out there. Again, it's just putting mental health on a new platform and trying to get more and more people to speak openly about it. I really appreciate you listening all the way to the end. Um, I owe you. I owe you a bit. So if you ever want a beer or a coffee or a water or anything then please do tap water tap water is probably the best option but have a great day have a great week and i'll be back with another interview and another episode very very shortly speak soon